0: Hey guys, thanks for joining me. I know the last thing you need was another podcast to listen to, but this one's going to be a little bit different. I wanted to uh, you know, get to know some of these coaches and other sports figures around Northwest Missouri. Uh, in school, I really enjoyed doing profiles, learning about people and how they became who they are. Uh, joining me this week would be Pattonsburg Head Coach Scott Cavan. I chose him to start off with because I'm really close with Coach Cavan. He's a good dude with a pretty interesting story. Uh, so Enjoy. <laughs> Coach Kevin, thanks for joining me. Um, you know, I wanted to you know, let people see the other side of you, kind of get to know your story. Um, so first, you know, let's start with uh, you know, kind of where you're from, where you grew up, and kind of what your childhood was like.
1: Yeah, I grew up. Uh, actually, I'm from Arkansas. So uh, born in a small, uh, I say small town. Uh, came up to Paterson and learned it wasn't very small. Uh, but I grew up in a town called Greenbrier, Arkansas, or um, a Spent my whole life there playing sports, doing it all. I was a a sports junkie, um, but ended up playing three sports in high school. We were class five, and I considered a small town. That's what I get when I say a small town. I graduated with 206 kids and tell people I'm from a small town. But um, I figured that out real quick. It wasn't. But um, played played three sports, played football, graduated from there. Um, Actually went to school to be a uh, – pastor minister went to ministry school um and then um but that's that's a uh,
0: that's kind of how uh, I grew up right there yeah when did uh sports really become a passion for you do you remember oh oh gosh
1: I would say from the time I was born I mean my parents always so I I, thought, I tell the story when I was I was born on October 21st and it was game I think game five of the 93 World Series Blue Jays Phillies were playing and they were watching it while I was being born. So I I always say, it was destined for me to love sports. Uh, um, But, uh, and so I I started playing baseball actually when I was three, I played on my brother's five-year-old baseball team Um, as a three-year-old and played with them. And so, I mean, that's when I started playing, and just a love for sports grew from there. I mean, I played um, every sport uh, or basketball, baseball, football, from the youngest age I could until I graduated high school. I mean, I was the only kid, three-sport athlete in my school that played uh, – that lettered all three years in uh, all three sports. And so, um, pretty cool. But, yeah, I just from there, just developed. I mean, I played every sport I could all the time. Yeah. Did you have one that was your favorite? I tell – so, I when I was younger, it was definitely baseball. Um, and then basketball kind of came into the front. And then, um, as I got into high school um, – really grew a love for football. I, we, we we got the we spread it out and got to throw it around. I got to play receiver, um, and I grew up and just – and actually just my two coaches from high school really have a big impact on my life. I think that's really why I grew to love the game so much more, my head coach and my offensive coordinator. Um, and so I ended up – I would say by the time I was done with high school that football was my favorite. But I, I would never – in high school, I never told – everybody always asked. I said, it's, hard, it's impossible to pick. <laughs> but um, I think now, for sure, football would be the fav- favorite.
0: Well, I'd hope so. You know, like for yeah. me, yeah. for me growing up, you know, football has always been my favorite. Um, but I tell people even to this day, there's nothing like being on a pitching mount. Like, I don't think there's any feeling like that. Maybe I never played quarterbacks so and maybe that's kind of the same. But there's something about, you know, before the start of a play, like everyone is focused on you. Yeah. Um, and for me you know sports is the same way and I grew up in a neighborhood with other kids. I grew up next to a church they had a you know basketball goal out in their parking lot and you know I'd spend all night out there playing or I you know if it was baseball season I was out there playing baseball. Uh, same with football. You know I couldn't tell you how many church windows we broke though. I think my parents had I think my parents had to replace four or five windows. you know <laughs> I, once my brother was just swinging the golf club, slipped out of his hand, broke a window of course there's a couple of baseballs but you know it's kind of the same way that sports you know has always been a passion of mine um so that's that's kind of how i got to where i'm at and uh i think you know that's why i always enjoyed talking to you is, you know we're both really passionate especially about football yeah so um now what was you know high school like for you um you know was it purely sports uh is that when girls really started you know being a thing for you (laughs) so so that's a funny question so
1: um i always so i was oh i don't even know a good word i would say sheltered sheltered's a good word and i really was very um had blinders on in my high school days of realizing what went on because i was like you know um because i i would from so from once Summer, I had two weeks off a year from sports. Football was all summer long. All three sports were all summer long, and then August rolled around this football season. And by the time football season's over, basketball season's already started, so you go right into the swing of basketball. By the time basketball season's over, baseball season already started, so you're into baseball season. By the time baseball season ends, summer ball started, like summer's starting for everything else. And so I I tell my kids all the time, they're like, because they always talk about staying up late, playing these video games. Whenever I was in high school, I literally, I was, I legitimately was in bed at eight o'clock every night, and asleep.
0: Even on the weekends.
1: Even on the mm-hmm. and weekends, I would stay up maybe nine, nine thirty. Unless I went to a friend's house, I'd stay up till ten. I was always the first one to sleep at a friend's house too, and so, I mean, I was like, I, you guys can't look at me and say that I'm crazy for saying go home and go to bed like I used to do it. I, I know what it's like, and I, would, I would so, I, 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 I lived for so. I, we we were, I had to be at school. I was at six So during football season. I mean, I was a, I was a sports junkie, like I said, so during football season we lifted at six o'clock two mornings a week. And the other two mornings that wasn't game day, I was in the gym shooting, getting ready for basketball season. (laughs) So, um, that's why I went home and went to bed. I just, I just ate it up. And so, um, by the time, I mean, high school, that's all I did. I did have a girlfriend too, but I never saw her obviously. (laughs) Um, but um uh, after that i mean i did but i didn't do very much besides sports i mean like i said i was i was at practice or in the gym or sleeping or getting ready just all that's so that's what i did and so it sounds boring and it and looking back i was like you know maybe i should have done a little
0: bit more stuff like hang out but um that's what i was going to ask if you had any regrets um you know i'm not saying you know do you wish you would have had a few more beers on the weekends or anything like <laughs> that, but <laughs> I just didn't know if, like, you know, because uh, you said you went to college for ministry, um, so I, I assume religion was really important part of your life. Um, and I know that may be difficult for a high school kid or especially a teenager. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, depending on where you're from, maybe it's a little different there. But like, you know, because you're in high school, you're gonna, kids are gonna, you know mature and do things that maybe they shouldn't do (laughs) and sometimes you know if you're a religious person you can get you almost get picked on a little bit for that you know because teenagers don't really understand that so was that ever difficult
1: no it's actually kind of funny so I don't know how to describe it so um so I was at throughout that time I was at church on Sunday morning Wednesday night like I was at church every time I could be that was a big big influence in my life too my youth pastor had a big influence on my life growing up um kind of helped mold me into who I am um and kind of why I'm into coaching now just to be able to influence kids lives in a positive way um but no I I wouldn't say I mean aggressive too I mean um my friend group we were all that way um and so we never really got picked on because we were all the and I know it I hate that it's this way but it's just the sports kids, the popular kids, and so we all did that already. And so it was—it was almost a cool thing to do that. It wasn't uncool. we didn't get picked on, and we did a good job. I mean, I went to a great school. I would never feel like anybody ever got picked on at any level. I think we were all pretty. Like, if I went back and looked at my two hundred six kids I graduated with, I'd be able to tell you one hundred ninety of them's name probably. And so, I mean, we were all close. I felt like we were close, and that—that that was so. That was pretty cool. Um, just the way we grew up like that. But, um, no, I wouldn't say I have any regrets. I mean, people ask me all the time. I said, if I go back, I, I would do the same thing. I'd play every sport I could because once it's done, it's done. And there's nothing like – I can coach now, but there's nothing like playing on Friday night or playing a basketball game. I mean, coaching, it's a, it's a different kind of fun, and it's a blast. Like, I wouldn't trade anything to do something different right now. But playing on Friday night, there's just nothing like it.
0: Now – was that always, you know? I I assume that wasn't always what you wanted to do. How did the, your uh, dream job change? Like when you were a little kid, we all had these big dreams. Like for you, yeah. what was that? Oh, I I mean,
1: all I thought about, like I said, sports. I was going to play either a professional sports somehow. That's what I wanted to do. Um, and then by the time, by the time I got to high school, like that's what I was going to do. I was preparing. I was going to find a way to play collegiate. Like I wanted to play. College sports first—that was my goal. And then I said, after that, I would, obviously, I mean, that I was just a little kid's dream. I mean, it's <laughs> a sports kid's dream. Like, obviously, that's the goal. Um, and then by the time I got to high school, I realized um, pretty quickly. I was like, you're not going to be able. To, I, I could have played college ball, but I was like, if I'm going to play, I want to play big time. Like, and maybe I, I may regret that decision a little bit of saying I was I was I was going to say, do you want to bust, basically like if I'm going to play big I want to play big time to where I can make it maybe even advance even farther um and I may reg- I think if there was a decision I regret it would be that one um but I knew from the start of high school that I wasn't going anywhere I mean 5'10 <laughs> slow nothing for me I mean just nothing going on that scale
0: I knew it like um I could catch football that was about it <laughs> <And> so <laughs> like for me like I was so passionate like if and I don't know if other kids did this. Maybe I was just a weird kid. If I didn't have anyone to play with, I would play football by myself. Absolutely. And I had, I had that imagination. Uh, you know, it was a bowl game or the national championship. <laughs> I play quarterback, throw the ball in the air, run under it. <laughs> I, was, yeah. I was that kind of nerd, too. So I didn't know if that was normal or if I was uh, <laughs> kind of on my well, on that one. We may not be normal. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> um so then tell me about college I'll I'll be honest I don't know a whole lot about you know ministry school uh (laughs) how do you get into that
1: so I decided my youth pastor had a big influence on me I decided I wanted to impact kit like I wanted to be able to positive influence in people's lives and so that's what I decided I was going to do um I could do it that way and so I went and actually got my degree I graduated um from in three years and got my and I was licensed to preach that way. Um, and so I had some good friends in college. But then, um, and I actually, after that, decided I was going to do missions um, and move. And so I actually moved to Peru after I graduated college for a year. And that was when I was 21 and 22. Um, and then after that, we... Um, I ended up moving back home to Arkansas and then came back up here. But, I mean, ministry school, I guess that's what you were going for. Um, it's not much. I mean, it was a regular college. It wasn't – I went to class like everybody else. Nothing was different. You just learn that like, stuff. You learn about the Bible <laughs> or how to lead a church and stuff like that. But I was in – like the college I was at had every other kind of degree you could think of too. And so, I was in class like everybody else was, just a little bit different.
0: Yeah. What was that like for you as a young man to go from Arkansas to Peru? Well,
1: um, it was kind of fun. I knew a little bit of – I thought I knew a little bit of Spanish, and I got down there and realized I didn't know any Spanish. Um, But I lived with a guy who was um, from the States. Um, And so – sorry. And learning – um, so I I kind of had a backpack there, being able to speak English and Spanish. But then he left. He moved. He came home for three months, and so I was actually down there by myself, living with just Peruvians, um, and I <laughs> learned Spanish pretty quick. But it was it was awesome. It was fun. I mean, I consider myself a very um, people person, and making friends is easy for me. And it was just the same way down there, and it was a blast, and um, just. By the time I was done, kind of realized that's not what I wanted to do. But um, it was an an awesome experience. It was pretty cool.
0: Yeah. And then we'll fast forward a little bit to, you know, when did you get into coaching? Uh, And what was that experience like, you know? Because it's one thing to want to coach. It's one thing to be the player. um, But what's it like, you know, when you first get on the other side of things? Yeah, so I started
1: coaching. I actually started coaching basketball in Arkansas, uh, AAU, summer ball. Um, with one of my friends from back home. We coached a summer team. Um, that's, when I started, that's when I started actually coaching a little bit. And then after about a year and a half, um, one of my good friends, Chase Roberts, who was the head coach here at Pattonsburg two years ago, um, when he got the head coaching job, he was actually pastoring at the Baptist church here in Pattonsburg, and he was going to be the head football coach and called me and said, hey, why don't you come help with the church? Um, and then coach football with me, I said, I'm not doing anything else. And I wasn't, I was just working at a sporting goods store at home and not really going anywhere. I mean, not, didn't have much of a plan. And I was like, sure, that sounds like I'm going to do it. So I just up and moved here in April, three and a half years ago, before years, April. Um, and that's where I got into the coaching, uh, coaching football here with him and his twin brother. So it was all three of us that we all graduated high school together. Um, Chase and Gavin, and, um, we actually graduated high school together, went separate ways in college, and now we're back together up here coaching football, we were, um, and that was a lot of fun, and just learning to coach, so Chase, I respect Chase a lot as a coach, um, I mean, I think he's one of the best coaches around anywhere he goes, um, and that's the reason, um, I mean, a lot of the reason why we're at Pattonsburg program where it's at is because of him, um, and so I learned a lot from him, too, just being able to coach and um, and being on the side of it. Just being able to to coach kids how to do something is so much more of a challenge than being able to do it. Uh, and it's awesome. And I love it, too, just because I know just, just looking at the aspect of, like, this is how you're supposed to do it and teaching them that and seeing them grasp that um, and just being able to teach someone else to do and see it from how you see it um, of how things work and – how our offense works or just how how, how defense works and just teaching them scheme and then teaching them how to be and then ultimate goal of just how to be a better person how are you going to be a good person how are you going to be able to impact um make a positive impact on your community as you leave or as you go out and so all that goes together and it's just um there, there's nothing better then being able to do that and being able to coach, which is a lot of fun, like being involved in football is awesome. And then being able to know that you're positively influenced people's lives, just nothing better.
0: Now, and for you, we talked about, you know, as a kid, your dream was you know division one and then maybe the pros. Now as an adult, um, you're in a small town coaching eight-man football. Do you see that as a small step? Do you have bigger aspirations or do you enjoy the eight-man level and, you know, being in a small town? You know, um, that's a good question. I love it
1: here. I mean, Pattonsburg's
0: is awesome, an awesome place
1: to be. I tell people that all the time. And eight-man football, is, it's a different game for sure, but it's still football, and I love it. Um, and being an offensive mind that I am, it really – like being able to score points, I mean, it's just fun. It's just seeing how it works and kind of bringing in a little bit of a different scheme to it than, than uh, teams have seen, which now it's getting a little bit more common throwing the ball around, but just kind of when we started, it wasn't very um, – no one's seen it much in eight, man, and, and a lot of fun. Um, but, no, uh, bigger aspirations, I don't know. It depends on what opportunity presents itself. I mean, if I could move up, um, obviously, I mean, it depends on what it would be. It had to be the right thing. Um, I like to go back and coach 11, man, because you know, that's what I grew up playing and um, just knowing um, – I think, I think too, um, I'll say this, people say this all the time is saying like, they don't like watching eight man football because they're so scores are so high. I tell them all the time. I said, if I coach 11, man, I'd score as many points as I do now. (laughs) And people don't like to think that. And I'm like, so I almost want to challenge myself to take this to 11, man, be like, look, I can score now. I wouldn't score the 78 points a game is a little outrageous, but scoring 40, 50 points a game, like that doesn't happen very much in 11 man either. And, um, I like to I like to think that uh, be able to take it and do that. I mean that not to be not to sound arrogant or cocky, but I just like the offensive side and just knowing that if you do things the right way, you can you can you can do what you're supposed to. All
0: right, now, you know I spend you know all week uh, picking games and stuff like that, yeah. and so for this, I thought it'd be fun uh, to get your. Uh, picks. I don't know we can have a little friendly wager we can talk about this afterwards but uh, so we're gonna pick five games and then uh, we'll move on to uh, my final six questions for you. Uh, so first game if North Andrew and Albany, uh, who do you like in that one?
1: So I just the way North Andrew plays um, they fly around in an the offensive they just do things so well they don't make mistakes they don't miss tackles. They don't miss blocks assignments. They they don't. They take care of the football. Um, And I haven't seen much of Albany yet, but they. I mean, obviously they do a good job as well. I mean, Coach Fountain does a good job, and Coach Williams does a great job. North Andrew, Um, just the way North Andrew's playing right now. I mean, I just hard to see them getting beat anytime soon. So I'm going to have to pick North Andrew there.
0: Uh, Next, I think I already know your your answer to this one. We have our buddy Coach Bass. Uh, He's going up against Stanberry. Uh, I'm I'm assuming you're going with the Raiders. Uh, yeah, you, you know, um, I like what um, Coach
1: Bass does over there. I mean, we talk all the time. Um, he he's got, he does a good job over there. Don't think he gets the respect he deserves over there. Um, and also, but Stanbury is a, a great team as well. I mean, they do things well, athletic. I mean, they they hit us in the mouth and gave us fits. But um, just with what North Shelby returned and just. What what I've seen, uh, yeah, I think I think they'll get it done over over at their place, and that long trip doesn't help either for Sanbury. Uh
0: Another one of our Twitter buddies, uh, the Jiff King, uh, <laughs> he's taking on uh, my buddy Coach Gifford and his undefeated Saints. Um, who do you like in this one? Uh, you know, I, if you'd asked me at the beginning
1: of the week when Drexel was still undefeated, I would probably maybe pick them, but you know, <laughs> I. <I'd, laughs> I, am just messing. Um, uh, that's, that's, <laughs> that's, a, that's just a joke. I mean, uh, I just a quick note about that. I think it's ridiculous what Misha did, but I yeah. don't know if yeah. I can get fined for that or get in trouble, but, <laughs> <laughs> uh, pretty, pretty crazy. But, you know, I guess the rules are the rules. You got to live with it. But, um, um, and I mean, St. Paul Lutheran, um, we got them out of our schedule next week, actually, too. Um, haven't seen anything on him. I don't know anything about him. And I know, I just, I know Coach Dean and what Drexel's done um, and what they've been doing and they, they do a good job. So when it comes down to it, I think Drexel going to win that football game.
0: Well, we were two for two. Um, I think I got to go with Drexel. I want to go with Drexel, but I'm going to give the Saints a chance just so we can mix it up a little Okay, bit. I'm good with uh, that. Huh? I mean... I thought about which is it. funny. You talked big game, you know, the other day. You were like, I'm going I with did. the Saints.
1: I did. I did. I did. I did. But I did some more thought. And, you know, I just, I can't, you know, <laughs> after now, they're 5-1. I think they're going to have a little chip on their shoulder. Drexel, Bobcats coming in there. And, you know, Coffee's a good running back. Uh, worked a little bit with some of their kids this summer, too. I actually got to work with Coach Dean a little bit this summer. And so, um, good coach. I like the kids down there, too. I yeah. can't, I
0: can't. I'm gonna have. To, I, I want them to know that I'm that, I, that I'm that I'm picking for them. <laughs> and that's the hardest part about picking, is because you're picking against you know people you've you've grown to know, you like. Yeah. So sometimes and, it's hard.
1: And, and then when it comes down to it, too, I mean, you're gonna. I'm just gonna pick who I think's gonna win a football game. am not picking
0: over who I like more or anything
1: like that. <laughs>
0: uh, the game will be at next. Uh, a little disappointed with the injuries they've had that, you know, may not be as close as – or as good as I thought it was going to be. You got Mountain City and South Holt, not away Holt.
1: So, is Papa playing? Nope. Oh, man. Um, I don't know much about either. I know South Holt does a good job on offense. I know they're big physical. And without Mount City, without having Papa, and I think Osborne's not playing either is what I heard. Yep. I mean, those two guys make Mountain City go this year, I think. Um and and I will say this: It's hard to pick them out against Mound City because those guys know how to win. They find a way to win. I mean, they do. And I and I don't know Coach Stanford that well either. I don't know either coach that well. Um, but just the way Langs are lining up with South Holt, they look like they got things rolling. Um, Mound City um, hopefully can get healthy by the end. You don't like to see this at all. I mean, you want kids to be healthy, be able to play, especially. Yeah. But I'm, I'm going to have to go with the Spartans in this
0: one. Yeah. Um, and then finally, uh, not really a high-profile game, but I think two teams are pretty evenly matched. Um, and you've seen one of them. You have LeBlond and Northwest Nottaway. See, I don't know much about this one. I know LeBlond
1: pretty well. I don't know anything about Northwest Nottoway. Um, Seen some scores. It is an interesting matchup. I'd like to see how it's going to turn out. Um, whew. Um, I'm going to go with LeBlanc on this one.
0: Ooh. All right.
1: Um, I like what they, the direction they're going. And I don't even know who you'd consider a favorite in this game by your
0: reaction. I assume Northwest Ottawa is the favorite. Uh, Uh, slightly. I think they're pretty even, you know, they played that game last year. That was really close. And I think they're, I I like, I like I said, I like
1: LeBlanc. I like what coach uh, Davis is doing over there. Um, I think they're going in the right direction um and and he and i think they'll they'll be um i'm just gonna we're gonna pick the eagles to win that one
0: all right now we'll move on to i was trying to think of a name for this uh you know one of the radio shows i listened to in kansas city calls it the final four i couldn't steal that uh, so I was like, the, Well, I'll come up with the, six questions and call it a pick six. Okay, that's fine. I was gonna so, so, I I just had an idea, but I don't. Oh, I'm all, I'm all for it. What's <laughs> the idea?
1: Gonna, the sexy six. The sexy six.
0: I just messing. You, you pick six is better. Okay. I just kinda, you're good. I just wanted to. All right, number one, and it does not have to be eight man. What is the best mascot? If you were if you were starting a team and you had to pick a mascot what would it be oh man um I don't know if I would pick this one
1: but just based off the helmet challenge I don't think I saw this team name and it's just I don't think you can beat the sugar beaters remember that one
0: <laughs> I, I don't think I saw one. that one
1: yeah I, I saw that and I, I that one just came to my mind I'm just gonna go with that one because they're their uh their logo was sweet too.
0: Yeah, like some of them like the like Concordia. The helmet they put on Twitter I really liked. That wasn't the helmet they used. And I was okay. disappointed because their helmet was pretty sweet. Yeah. I, I love the orange and black combo too. So but, um, but if you're gonna ask me, like if I had to pick one, like
1: to pick, I'm gonna say the Panthers, and not because Pattensburg is the Panthers. I was also a Panther in high school as well. So I, I, I'm I'm kinda homer to it.
0: Yeah, it's not even the best big cat. Oh, it is though. Oh no. You can go with the My tiger. Boy. Oh no.
1: Yes. Get out of
0: here. No. I'm just all right. Have you ahead. seen have you seen the jungle book? Yeah, big huh? Big got his ass whooped by the tiger. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, next one. Who is your favorite coach to go up against? Um
1: Oh, this one's tough. I'm going to have to go with Coach Williams at North Andrew. I have a lot of respect for him. Yeah. Um, I'll give Coach Bass and Coach Magruder at Southwest a close, but I get to see – I know for sure I get to see Coach Williams every year and just the way they do things. They give us a different look. They give us fits every year, the way they play defense, and they like to give us different looks, and it's a challenge. Um, And I really enjoy that, and that's the same way with Coach Bass. But I would have to say Coach Williams at North Andrew.
0: Now I know you're not a drinker, but it was the best way to put this question out there. Who is the coach that you would have a drink with? Would if you had to pick one coach and you're like, I'm gonna sit down with him and have a beverage of some sort? Any coach ever? No, no, no. Or let's like just let's let's eight-man. let's stick to eight man. Okay. Because I, I was more curious about which one you would choose. Okay. Um.
1: I would have to go well, – let me think about this. Hold on. I'm going to go with – just because I don't know very – based off of just sit down and have a drink with and actually get to learn something. I'm going to go with uh, – I make sure I'm right, Coach Peterson for mm-hmm. South Holt because I don't know him very well, and I think we'd get along really well.
0: Um, yeah. And so I, that's the one I'm going to go with. Okay. Biggest sports heartbreak as a a
1: fan. We'll go with fans. Oh, oh, um, national championship, 2018, Omaha, Arkansas Razorbacks, bottom in the ninth, two outs, drop a fly ball in between the three, the triangle, first national championship I got to witness as a fan of the Razorbacks, and we blew it, and then we lost game three. All
0: right. I think you like this next one. Number of restaurants you have to recommend before your wife agrees on one. Um, gosh, nine. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. Sounds about right. <laughs> and then finally, why does Pattonsburg not have a Casey's? Because we're, there's nothing here. We're so small.
1: I think, I don't know. I wish if there's, if, If there was a Casey's here, I'd be there every day. But, you know, I have to drive 15 minutes to get to one in Bethany. But I I don't know.
0: I haven't figured it out yet. Bonus real quick. Okay. If you had to choose between a Casey's or a Walmart, which would you rather have in Um, Casey's. Well, Coach, uh, I appreciate you uh, coming on and giving this a go. I appreciate it yeah so i don't know how that works exactly because it's like you have like 30 minutes and then it's like well you can switch to the app and away from your web browser and i'm like shit (laughs) so i'm saying i got a couple phone calls while we were doing that
1: (laughs) uh